Joyful Lithwin to all, realms of peril and glory will begin after these short messages. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story. Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. For the final time this year, we'd like to thank our patrons... Noah Andrews, Peter Williams, Ang Harad, Headley, Naomi Rath, Michael Kubiak, Sharon Lee Baker, Deborah Blockschwenk, Pip Walker, Seth R. Diem, Jane Dell, Michael Richards, Brian Russ, Zoe McCaden, Haz Matilda, and everyone else who supports us at patreon.com slash light and tragic. You are truly the lifeblood allowing this show to continue to exist. So thank you so much for your support. If you would like to join these incredible folks and support this show, then you can head over to patreon.com slash lightandtragic where you can get ad-free listening, bonus shows, and a lot more. So please, head over to patreon.com slash lightandtragic. Again, a joyful Lithwin to you all. Hello and welcome to Realms of Peril and Glory. I'm your game master, Maddie Searle, and today we are playing the final game of Vale, a Lithwin Carol. This story is all about Zongroff and Tor Brennan fighting some ghosts with the Gralshacks after a house burnt down next door to the family home. And the system we're going to be using is 13th Age, a D20 TTRPG designed by Rob Heinsu, lead designer on D&D 4th edition, and Jonathan Tweet, a designer on D&D 3rd edition. But enough from me, let's hear from our wonderful players starting with Jen. Hi, my name is Jen, as you've already been told. 
Uh, my uh, pronouns are she, her, as are the pronouns for my character, Brenda Grauschak, uh, who has, uh, as a human, married into the Grauschak family and is the great aunt who uh, is hoping at the end of this people might come and visit her more. A valid and noble goal. And Beth, how about you? Hi, I'm Beth Crane of We Fix Space Junk. And I, my pronouns are she, her, as are the pronouns of my character, Crosslin Grailshack, who's one of the Imperium Grailshacks, and a dentist. Wonderful. And Headley. I'm Headley Knight, he, him, and I'm playing Pemgrath Grailshack, the uh, father of Zongraf and a baker and general herder of the Grailshack clan. <laughs> and Pip. Bless my Christmas jugs, dog priest, because that's the time of year that it definitely is right now. I will be portraying Constable Torbrennan Crag, uh, and pronouns-wise, myself, Torbrennan, it's he, him, all the way down. And last but certainly not least, star of the show, Liz. Hi, I'm Liz Campbell, um, pronouns any, and uh, I am playing, once again, Captain Zongroff Gralshak, member of the Harbour Guard and Orc Rogue, pronouns she, her. Fantastic. And uh, my pronouns are also she, her. So last we left off, you were attempting to pull together a ritual uh, from a bunch of uh, riddles created by some wizards with a very sick sense of humor, probably thousands of years ago. You successfully managed to do this ritual to attempt to communicate with and bring these poltergeists to rest. But unfortunately, Giovanni, the gnome poltergeist, has become enraged and uh, gone into some sort of strange state that you recognize from Lanrail and is preparing to attack along with two other spirits backing him up like lackeys. For the stat brats, let's find out what your initiative is. Um, Zongroff, what's your initiative? My initiative is 13. And Tor Brennan? Uh, 22. And Brenda? 22. And Croslin? 17. And Primgrath. 17. Fantastic. Um, and we have uh, shifted about the initiative order depending on dex modifiers. Um, so up at the top of the round, it's Tor Brennan. Uh, Giovanni is kind of twitching and writhing as his eyes have gone white. And also you see before you, um, Lanriel appears from nowhere in a, in a puff of arcane smoke and sees her husband and gasps. Giovanni, no, no, we can't. We have to, we have to resolve this. And yeah, it's your turn. So Brennan is... You got this, buddy. You got this. Is gonna swallow and let go of Zogrov's hand (laughs) and draw my big two-handed stick because I don't use a sword anymore. I think I kind of look to Zogrov actually for what should I what do you want me to do fight's not over buddy one more round come on I'll nod and I will just rush uh, Giovanni Uh, I'm gonna smite evil on this one that's 23 that hits for sure fabulous with the smite evil that is 4d10 plus 4 plus a d12 for the smite evil it's just too many dice that is um, uh, 25 points of damage. Incredible. Squares, squares his shoulders and, and, and just rushes at this ghost. Swings at it with his bat. Big, like, baseball swing into this 
into this uh, spectral gnome. Halfway through the swing, there's a little like gleam of something golden, sort of along the along the wood, right before it it, it, it slams into into this ghost. And I will balance challenge him. He has a minus four on attacking anyone who isn't me. Perfect. All right. I think after after it's just swung through him, I think there's a little bit of there's a moment of the like that there's very fear fueled, and then the sort of policeman that he's been for a little while now kind of clicks in and you just kind of hear him in this sort of slightly strangled still very afraid voice just kind of go I'm going to need you to calm down sir <laughs> Zongraf <Yeah>. Zongraf nods <laughs> yeah as you as your bat um, connects with this uh, spectral entity yeah you you kind of you hear the sound as if you have hit without feeling it your bat just goes straight through but you definitely like hear the sound of bones crunching and Giovanni lets out a sound as you um, definitely connect. And up next, it's Brenda. Oh gosh, Brenda, be careful. Don't worry, I've never done this before, but I have, in magical theory, scored very high. Oh no. Um, But practical applications in battle isn't till next semester. Okay. But I think we'll be fine. Okay, and she's gonna, she has seen the noble action of uh, Tor Brennan uh, and is going to aid him uh, by casting Blur to protect, which can protect one nearby ally, which is going to be Tor Brennan, for the rest of the battle, which means that attacks against him will miss 20% of the time. Wow. Wonderful, yeah, perfect. Um, what does it look like when you when you cast this spell? Um, so I bring my hands together and then push them outwards and forwards towards Tor Brennan, and a sort of blurry haze sort of just sort of forms around him that you can sort of faintly see, almost like kind of a pr- protective blanket. Nice one, Brenda. <laughs> Top marks again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's Giovanni's turn now, and he's in a bit of a pickle. He has to attack Troll Brenda, but there's a 20% chance he's going to miss. We've done very well here, Jen. This was uh, this is a masterstroke. <laughs> you can only hit me, but a 20% chance you'll miss. I'm going to roll a d100, so if, we get, if I get a 20 or lower, then his attack misses anyway, and I won't even have to roll to attack. Um, I got an 86, so I, I do have to roll the attack. He got a 19 on the die, and he's got a plus 12 to hit versus physical defense. Ouch. Um, yeah, absolutely going to hit me. Yeah. yeah. You take 36 negative energy damage. So, yeah, he shoots out a hand, and uh, he grabs you by the throat, and you just feel this awful nausea filling your body. 36. Youch. He's a beefy boy. <laughs> yeah, Zongrov sees this and realizes not only this is a horrific attack, but like, this is Tor Brennan's literal nightmare that's happening right now. And I feel quite bad. Yeah, he yeah can't can't, can't even I can't even scream. I don't think there's just like almost like sort of lifts him off the ground for a second, and he's just like you know kind of transfixed and impaled on his weird ghost hands. Yes, and. Up next, it is Croslin and Denton. Save me, Denton. (laughs) (laughs) Denton, when we went into battle, also put on a little bandolier of like little tiny chest test tubes. 
Does he does he also put like a little Rambo headband on? Yes, yes he does. And it says brush your teeth. Marking his face with more paint. <laughs> what, what part is the head? All of it. Um, yeah, so he takes a little tube that's uh, toothpaste adjacent and chucks it to me. Um, and I suck down that tube. And I do Breath of the Green, a.k.a. Freshment Breath. <gasps> Amazing. Hopefully this damage happens. I target 1d4 nearby enemies in a group. Uh, and I rolled a three, so I could target all three. Yes, you can hit Giovanni and the two. Um, I'm going to let you know what they're called in the in the book. Uh, they're called Sad Sacks. Oh, <laughs> how sad. Is uh, uh, Suck Down That Tube the slogan for your marketing campaign? <laughs> Yeah, it is now. Um, I wasn't really sure how to... I was like, oh, dear. Okay, that's fine. Um, 16 versus physical defense. Ooh, unfortunately, that doesn't hit any of them. Okay, so on a miss, they have five ongoing uh, poison damage. All right. Yeah, that's good to know. Can you poison a ghost? I don't know. It doesn't say anything that you can't, so... (laughs) I huff a tingly freshman breath near them, and they just sort of catch the edges of it and they all get five ongoing poison damage, which I think they, they have to roll saves against for the rest of time. I don't know. Is it, yeah. is, it, is it like that feeling where you've just brushed your teeth and then you drink a really cold glass of water? And yeah. That's how the ghosts are feeling right now. Yeah, but like all over. All over your body, yeah. Wonderful. Um, anything else on your turn? Don't think I can do anything to help Tor Brennan. So no. Next up is Premgrass. I'm gonna pick up my rolling pin. And when I say rolling pin, this is an orcish rolling pin. <laughs> um, so it's quite substantial. It, it may be around the same height as Tobrandon. <laughs> <laughs> and width. Um, <laughs> it's like a four-foot rolling pin. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, in my hands, it looks to scale. But um, but then you kind of realize it swings it around. It's pretty hefty. I'm going to go for the main dude. Oh, and by the way, um, sad sacks have a relic affinity, which means that they're vulnerable to the type of weapon or attack that ended their lives. And I decided pre this recording that um, one of the sad sacks was killed with poison. So that one takes 10 damage each time. I thought you were going to say a toothbrush. (laughs) (laughs) I got in that one. Oh, no. Oh, Oh, buddy. I think um, as you're swinging your rolling pin, you accidentally hit a lamp instead, and it just falls <laughs> off a shelf. You, you break another mirror. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the lamp falls on top of the mirror. Sorry, Croslin. It's fine. I borrowed that one off your wife. Oh, man, she's going to be so angry. Yeah, you hear a bellow of rage from, like, hundreds of feet away. <laughs> the sound of, st- of feet <laughs> charging towards the bakery. Yeah. Croslin fly kicks through the upstairs window. Um, it is now Lanriel's turn, who is going to make another plea to Giovanni. She's going to roll a charisma check to see if she can kind of calm him down a bit. Uh, she got a nat 20. <laughs> hey. Oh, shit. Hey. So, uh, yeah, she um, she kind of goes up to him and kind of puts her hands on either side of his face and goes, Giovanni, no, you, this, isn't, this isn't good for you. This is not you. You need to calm down. You need to sort this out. I'm sorry for anything that I've done wrong, but we need to sort this out. And you can see that his eyes start going back to their normal 
irised form, but the sad sacks are still around. Um, they're not leaving. For Giovanni's next turn, he's going to be kind of dazed, so he's uh, not going to be able to act on his next turn, but following that, he's going to be able to take an action. All right, so that's Lanriel's turn. Now it's Songroth's turn. I think my instinct would be to go and fight beside Tor Brennan, who's also just taken a big old hit, but I, I think kind of move up, see that Lanriel's doing something and just immediately do a kind of like sharp turn. So I was going to say back to back with Tor Brennan. It's probably kind of head to butt <laughs> with Tor Brennan and go for one of the sad sacks. Um, do you want to go for the one that is um, like extra poisoned or not extra poisoned? I should clarify. Not extra poisoned. Don't worry, buddy. I got your back. Always got your back. Sorry, I just said some heroic words and rolled a three and a two. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Yeah. Never mind. I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's me. I'm pretty sure those don't hit. Don't think so. That's fine. Yeah, flailing sticks against spectral forms not quite connecting. God, ghosts are awful. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it is that um, particular sad sack's turn um, who is going to go after Zongroff. <laughs> I think there's been some misunderstanding here. <laughs> this is unnecessary, really. And rolled a natural two. So, yeah, not not going to hit. A sad display of flailing on either side. It is the second one's go. And that one's also going to go after Zongro. And got a nat 19 versus AC plus seven. So um, you take eight damage. It's called jarring touch. So it kind of reaches out. Yeah, it puts its hand inside your face. <laughs> And, and you just feel your face going numb and kind of juddering with the, the muscles all contracting all at once. Oh, God. Duh. All right. And back up at the top of the round, it's Tor Brennan. So Giovanni looks like he's calming down or is it? Yeah, least... he's kind of pacified for now. His eyes have gone back to normal, but he's sort of frozen in a kind of catatonic state. So Brennan is gonna like for a second like like he's he's been attacked by this ghost and you know felt it draining his life force. He's gonna like square up with the with with his 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 bat again and then think twice and drop it on the floor and I'm gonna step towards the ghost while while Lamriel's kinda holding him. Um and uh I'm gonna walk over and just uh, as 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 he as he walks over without a weapon in his hands, just you just stay calm. This can all be over. It doesn't have to be so confusing. It doesn't have to be so difficult. Everything is fine. And uh, I'm gonna reach up and I'm just gonna attempt to lay on hands a ghost. <laughs> I don't know how that works, but I'm gonna yeah. try and do it. Give me a charisma check. 25. Incredible. You can see that a golden light sort of sparkles in Giovanni's eyes and he kind of shakes his head from side to side and looks at Lanriel and goes, Oh, it's you. Uh, I think that's all for, for your turn. And it is Brenda up next. Brenda is going to step up uh, to help uh, Zongroff. She is going to cast Crescendo at the nasty ghosty that is attacking uh, Zongrov. So that is 17 versus PD. Um, that hits. Yes, absolutely. So what does it look like as you smash this ghost with your Crescendo spell? It sort of like ripples sort of through the air. You can almost kind of see them. 
and then they hit in like a like almost like a shockwave. The ghosty seems itself to kind of almost sort of ripple outwards. For a hit, it's 4d6 thunder damage. Do you remember what you got on your on the d20 when you rolled it? 11. 11. So unfortunately, you only do half damage on this. So roll your 46 and then uh, tell me what half of that is. 9.5. So yeah, we'll um, round that to nine. So yeah, nine damage to that one. Um, It is now Giovanni's turn. He's going to turn to Lanriel and be like, Oh my God, I don't know what happened. I can't remember what just happened. I remember, I remember now, you, you were the one who didn't replace the Vasemagia in the carbon monoxide detector. Look, it was both of our responsibility to change the Vasemagia in the carbon monoxide detector. Both of us didn't do it. I think having this conflict after so long, after 50 years, is counterproductive at this point. And maybe we should just put it behind us. So yeah, they're just having this conversation <laughs> in the middle of the battlefield. They're just like having out their marital issues in the middle of the battlefield. And up next is Croslin. Cool. Okay. So first, I'm going to roll a d20 to see if I can reuse my um, spearmint breath. Uh, freshman breath. Sorry, spearmint breath is my other spell. Uh, that is a 15. So that's a no. Uh, so I think I might try using my spearmint breath. Cool. Uh, because I have a feat that allows me to have two different breaths. Uh, I get a tube of white toothpaste chucked at me, uh, which I neck as well, for 1d2 nearby enemies in a group. So one. So I think I'm going to go for the mooks. Um, yeah, they're both about the same, both are looking about as effed up as each other, so you can go for either of them. Cool. I'm going to go for the non-poison one. Cool. That's an 11 to hit versus the PD. Um, that's not going to hit, unfortunately. Cool. And I think the miss damage is none. Alrighty. Uh, I mean, I'm not trying to encourage your stuff, but like, this is probably a decent advert for all your, you know, tooth stuff. I like turn around, toss my hair, and I've got perfectly beautiful white tusks. I mean, it's tempting. Like, I know better, but I'm just, sorry, <laughs> focus. I can give you some free samples. Uh, we'll talk later. All right, is that the end of Crossland's turn? Yeah, it is. Cool, it is Premgrath up next. So I think I can do a quick action that is giving someone else an action. Mm, nice. Um, so what I'm going to say is, Zagra! Dad? At the same time, let's go. Yeah. And then I'm going to go in for a melee attack. Awesome. On, let's say, the right hand right hand ghost oh yeah yeah a little like sort of like flashback scene <laughs> to like little young Zongroff and, and and her dad like you know making bread and like beating the, <laughs> yeah, the dough with sticks <laughs> yeah. most aggressive kneading you've ever seen I'm there with my batons he's there with this big rolling pin like there's a symmetry it's good to, okay uh, I've rolled bad again it's a uh, 12 to hit. Yeah, that's not going to hit, unfortunately. I got a 21 to hit, though, on a 13 natural on the dice. Nice. And is that versus AC? Uh, that is versus AC, yes. Yes, that definitely hits. What was your miss damage, Hadley? Four miss damage. I assume that because this is a special feat power, I can't add sneak attack or things like that. Does that make sense? I think not. I think it's basic attack. That's 17 damage from me. Fantastic. So, yeah, what does it look like as you batter this ghost? I mean, I like to think that you know, my dad's come and called for me and kind of, he almost does, you know, like in a one-two punch, like the first one's really, really a trap. 
to like get them to dodge into your second fist. I think Jeez it's a, yeah, it's a bit like that where Premgrath kind of swings, you know, misses, but the ghost kind of moves aside to dodge it, and then Zongroff just clonks it. I mean, as much as one can clonk a ghost, but you know what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah, it passes through its head, but you hear like the satisfying crack of a skull breaking. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an audio drama, but it's ghosts. Um, Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Good one, hon. All right. Um, now it is Lanriel's turn. She's going to um, try and make another charisma check. And she got a 15. Yeah, she's um, she's kind of keeping him from getting too angry, and she's starting to calm him down. Your, your feelings are important, and I'm, I'm sorry that if I'm not... Um, communicated in the best way, but I think that I think we can work through this. And up next, it is Zongroff. Great. This one I just wailed upon with my dad. Um, would you say it's looking staggery? Oh yeah, absolutely. All right, I think it's time for favorite title: Deadly Thrust. <laughs> <Ooh>. Deadly Thrust. <laughs> uh, that's a twelve on the die. Perfect. Yep. Full damage if you hit the AC. Okay, so that's... Uh, oh, do we have Escalation die? Yes, um, that is a very good point. The Escalation die would be at... Yes, it would be at 1. Okay, so that's 12 plus 8 plus 1 is 21. Yes, absolutely hits. And because uh, Dad's also engaged, I get my sneak attack as well. Prepare for all the dice. Oh, and because they're staggered... Sorry, I'm doing that thing again, which is no fun to anyone who's not me, but I get to add lots of dice and it makes me very happy. <laughs> and it's fun because we don't die. Sorry, we'll put some exciting music <laughs> behind it. 16 plus 6 is some numbers. You you don't worry about it. You, you've killed it. <laughs> Stop it. It's, it's already, already dead. dead. Yeah. Literally, because it's a fucking ghost. Yeah. yeah, please describe to me how you wipe this sad sack from the face of the earth. I just, I mean, now now that dad's given me an opening, I think Zongroff whiffed it the first time, but just this ghost has been set up and too distracted, fallen right into the trap and... Zongroff just wails, just goes to absolute town on this, this unsuspecting spirit. And uh, yeah, pummels it back to the afterlife. Incredible. Yeah, you can see that it's just, it's this most pathetic looking thing. And it's got these kind of glowing purple veins going up its neck where like you can see that like this, this is how the poison is manifesting in the afterlife. And yeah, it just um, disappears in another amazing video game particle effect. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Up next is uh, the first sad sack. It's going to go for Croslin because the the breath stuff is freaking it out. Doesn't like feeling minty. It got a 26 to hit uh, versus AC. Yeah, that's going to hit. Is uh, Croslin considered nearby? Um, Yes, I think you're all in quite a small flat. I'm going to take half that damage. You sure? Yep. Okay. So um, Croslin takes four and Torbrenton takes four. 
Oh, it's only a tiny amount of damage. Okay. <laughs> oh, well. I got it was a nice I've done it now anyway. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. And it also takes damage from uh, the ongoing poison damage. So, yeah. It is also looking a bit peaky. Dice. And up next, it is uh, Tor Brennan again. Right. Um, so we've got a wounded ghost and we've still got uh, Giovanni out front. Not really much else I can do for for Giovanni, I think. Uh, my Paladin's Challenge is not something I can just switch off. The language is relatively specific, uh, so I am going to take the minus four on this. Uh, if, if Giovanni is still preoccupied, I will turn and I'll go for the uh, remaining uh, sad sack. That's a 16 on the dice for a total of 20. Incredible. Um, versus AC? Yes, absolutely. Yes, that does hit. Grand. Full damage. 44 plus 4. Somehow managed to roll more damage than I did with the smite. 29. <laughs> oh, you, yeah, you've, you've, you've killed it. You've killed it. <laughs> I think I'll fold this into, I'll fold this into taking that damage for, uh, for, for Croslin, I guess. Like, I'll put, so pull away from, from Giovanni hop in front of this of, of this ghost and kind of like instead of reaching directly into into cross it kind of goes through me and you get like a fingertip <laughs> as well because we both take damage uh i yeah till brennan's just gonna yell you have the right to remain silent <laughs> cut this thing in half <laughs> yeah. the two halves just look absolutely shocked um as they drift apart and disperse into atoms forever I'm taking that as in-game Crosland like completing that line. <laughs> um, I'll just turn around and go, you know, that would have been better. N nice one. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So um, I believe we are um, out of initiative as the aggressor, uh, the aggressor ghosts are taken care of. But um, Giovanni has the potential to get angry again if uh, if you can't convince him to make up with his wife, I guess. <laughs> um, so what do you want to do? Like sort of looking at like Premgrath and 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 Cross and Brenda actually, like just looking at all three of these guys and just being like, you've all either married or been married, and you've had your difficulties. I and I kind of point at these two ghosts having this like relatively intense conversation. I think they need a little guidance. Brett Brenda's going to step up to the plate. She gives a good wink to Tor Brennan, uh, she steps forward um, and she says, if I may, <laughs> I was married once to a man I loved very much. And I remember that in life, I used to get a little annoyed with him when he did things like, you know, not washing up his coffee cups or going out on his daily rambles and leaving me to do all the cleaning, right? But, but there were lots of good things. He made me laugh. He made a very good lunch sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and other things that I won't go into because of company is present. <laughs> But what, what I'm saying is sometimes I let those little things that annoyed me get in the way of our relationship. And all I'm saying is that now he's gone and I cannot see him or be with him. 
that I regret those little arguments. I just wish I could say to him one last time that I love you, darling, and I'm doing so well at university. (laughs) (laughs) But I can't because he's dead and gone and not even in ghost form. And I'll never get that chance, but you have that chance to resolve your issues. And surely love is the most important thing, even if you both might have accidentally killed one another by not shaking the carbon monoxide alarm. (laughs) Incredible. Can you please give me a charisma check with advantage? Incredible work. Um, Little tear. Still burning, standing in the back. Like. Uh, 15. Okay, that is 30. Beautiful. Um, both Lanriel and Giovanni look very moved, slightly confused at the university reference, but nonetheless very moved. And Giovanni turns to Lanriel and says, You know what, you know what, though? I've been, I've been, I've been looking at this all wrong. Yeah, you're right. It was both of our responsibility. Being angry at you after all this time is just... I love you. That's... You know, I look... I just... I love you. I love the way that you look when you're... When you're messing with your rocking bits and bobs. I love the way you look when you're making a sandwich. I love the way you look when you... When you're in the bath. Um, that's a little creepy. I'm sorry, the present company. Um, great. Yes, uh, this is going great. Lenriel, I'm sorry. That's the that's the main line on this one. I'm sorry. And Lenriel just kind of puts out her ghostly arms and brings uh, Giovanni into an embrace, and she's she kind of goes. It's all right. It's all right. As they embrace, they kind of resolve into this glowing golden swirl of energy and they twist and turn and mingle and they shoot off through the ceiling up into the sky. Wow. Right, Tor- Torbrand's gonna, gonna like walk up and, and just sort of like, like uh, not not quite t- take Brenda's hand, but like put his hand on, on Brenda's hand and like in both hands actually, and sort of like, and, and sort of hold him and go, well done. Thank you. I would have expected a thank you from them. Um, <laughs> oh well. Ghosts, you know. Well, I hope they're happy at least. I think those kids are gonna make it. I think they're gonna. <laughs> I mean, they're kind of gone now. But you know, I, I I got a good feeling about it. Yeah. I mean, thanks to thanks all of you. Um, you know, it's not. Uh, I appreciate it. it's a bit weird turning up at the Lithwin party and saying that there are ghosts and we need to get on it, but you guys have all stepped up, every single one of you. Um, I know this isn't, you know, the most traditional group of growl shacks, or, or, or grail shacks, excuse me, but I, uh, I don't know, I appreciate it, and uh, I don't know what we're going to tell everyone outside, but whether they know it or not, I'm I'm sure they all appreciate it. So, you know, thanks. And thank you, Torbrennan, for helping keep my family safe. Ah, Captain. Corporal. Well, they already know that we Grouchecks, we stick together and we look after each other and we always come up right in the end. And I think we can all agree that the, the moral of this story is always check your carbon monoxide detector. <laughs> I mean, if you don't have one, get one. Absolutely. It's very important. Mm. 
Very important. An important Lithuan lesson for us all. A world's best is everyone. <laughs> I um I thought there was a party going on. Come on, everybody, let's go, let's go. <laughs> and uh, don't worry, Tor Brennan, the, the tooth gets less creepy when you realize Croslin's lips are moving at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Incredible. As you're having this conversation, uh, just having watched these ghosts kind of ascend to to the to the higher planes, um, you you hear um, some very loud footsteps coming up the stairs, and uh, Trellith bursts through the door. I heard a mirror break. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, don't worry, it's all sorted. There was ghosts. We got rid of the ghosts. I heard you had ghosts as well. Yes, darling, we had ghosts. Yeah, we had ghosts. It oh. was, uh, but it's all done with that. It's all sorted oh, out. Well, good. And we all learned a lesson. Yes, we did. Good. Something about carbon monoxide detectors. I, I Sorry? didn't fully grasp it myself. Oh, but, I was um, thinking about my relationship with my children and um, carbon monoxide. Oh, that too. I'll, no? yeah. I'll stand over here. <laughs> Multiple <laughs> lessons all around. Uh, great. <laughs> great. Plus polish. <laughs> no, thank you, Crossland. <laughs> Um, I, I just, Bre, Bre, Brenda just uh, leans over to Prem Graf and says, Is Croslin charging you full amount for dental checkups? Because I've seen the price of that candle. And I think at the very least we should be getting some percentage discount. Oh no, she's given me a real good deal on this dust polish. And uh, <laughs> I think it's, it's you know, I see. it tastes, it makes my food taste a bit weird. But, uh, mm. you know, I think it's, did anyone notice that they should, I went for the brilliant white. Anyone? Did no one notice that? You're, you're looking great, Dad. Darling, you look wonderful. Thank you. But then what's the difference to every day? <laughs> come on, come on, let's get some tables together. Let's push the tables together, squeeze some chairs in. I'll go get Rick Tuck and Zach and everyone. I'm sure we could squeeze us in here somehow. We Are, are we going to have a street party? Is that what's about to happen? Because I think that's the only way. There's too many. Yeah. <laughs> also, didn't we have a thing in the last episode or was that, I can't remember, about like we the reason we don't do a combined Lithuan is because of the incident that one time. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Just destroy um, a city block. <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. get the tables out into the yard. Come on, everyone. Come on, kids. Kids, get corner each. Hey, everybody, we're having yeah. a street party. Um, yeah! Get on and grab a chair! Uh, I'll, I think Trollith will just go up to, to Premgrath and, and say, um, I gave them I gave them the scrapbook that, that I've been making, and I think I made some good headway. Oh, that's perfect. See, I said, I said the more open you are, the more receptive yeah. she's going to be, because that's how I you're right. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. I, should, I don't know why I didn't listen to you for all these years. I know I've been proud of you. I'm proud of you because I know it's not easy. It's no, it's not. Well, thank you. My mother can even turn up. She's so busy. Yeah, well, you're not your mother and neither is your daughter. Your daughter's not your mother and that's something we've got to remember. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Everybody grab grab the food. Grab some tables. Come on. Get some. Get, get the chair. Zach, the bring chair. Your There are fewer ghosts out here, you know, so that's good. Oh, yep. we took the, care oh, of the, the ghosts. ghosts are sorted. We sorted them. Oh, the what happened with the ghosts? <laughs> Oh, there was another, there was like three of them. We sorted them out. We did the old father-daughter, bam, 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 Oh, I love that maneuver. You were always so good. 
That was good. I'm proud of you, Dad. They're just lucky I didn't get the broomstick out. That would have really sorted them out. Yeah, I'm sure you could have swept those <laughs> ghosts. Oh, away. I would have swept them up. Yeah. If only there was an automatic machine for tidying and cleaning up the floor, and we could have sucked them up with that. Oh, you I know, see. like. Uh, hey, uh, oh. Auntie Brenda's here. Hey, hey how, how are you doing? <laughs> hey, I'm fine. I'm doing very well at university. How are the How are the studies? Very good. I'm top of the class. Ah, you got and any spells yet? I, yes, yes. Um, I can do all sorts of things, from a ray of frost to oh, magic missile. Yeah, magic missile. Um, all the and hits. yes, and of course there's Pippin, my familiar, who's uh, where uh, he's very independent. And there's just Pippin right. like on on the table eating people's food. <laughs> Sounds more like an unfamiliar to me, am I right? <laughs> me i'm free most days yeah okay (laughs) got it we're putting together a little rodat for visiting brenda uh there's always someone because yes she's she's mentioned that she's yeah some company so we the elderly uh, brenda we uh, premgrath and i are going to be stopping by next week uh and and after that i i've i've brought zek in zek talks going to come stop by sometime soon Yes, they'll be there, and yes, it, we, you'll have some company. That's perfect, because I'm going to need help making what happened, the events of today, into a diorama <laughs> to show my class. Wow. <laughs> and I see Crossland's here. Hi. Hey, you two, you two, let's, 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 let's break some bread. Here's some bread. Yeah. <laughs> you, saw any, uh, you saw any more snake oil, or, sorry, tea, uh, tusk oil, or whatever you call it? I poisoned some ghosts. You yeah. poisoned some ghosts. Croslin really stepped up so to help all of us. Yeah, uh, but the tusk the stuff poisonous, right? I mean, co- I mean, combat with ghosts aside, we can establish that the tusk stuff is poisonous it, enough it, it to might, harm. It might be poisonous. The young just, dead. One right? evening, we could just have one yeah. evening where we're yeah. all, let's Rick, all be Rick, nice Rick, to Croslin. Okay. I mean, it's a matter of medicine. I just Rick, Rick, medicine. Her cousin's Rick. falling on hard times, and with with she's working, she's doing her best. Falling on a hard time, dragging other people. We are she's ha- so happy. Everyone, Denton is just <laughs> sitting on Rick Tuck's shoulder, just a bit too close to his face. What is this? <laughs> and what is this? This um. This is, this oh. is a... Keep your damn mouth shut. Yeah. Yeah. This is fine, is it? Is this all this, all this is fine? Cool. Great. Um, as the family dynamics kind of disintegrate once again, um, can I have a quiet word with Torben? Absolutely, you may. You can step aside no. to a, a quiet corner. Step inside. Not trying to cut cut the. Cut yeah, the no, I think I think it needed to be. We could have we could have kept doing that for another hour. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would listen to that. Yeah, I think we probably go into the bakery. Yeah, yeah. Because everyone's point. outside yeah, the now. The street so. is full of children. One of them's trying to like pull Pippin's tail. Oh. One of them's trying to yeah yeah. It's all chaos. They're all eating the worms that they just yeah. Found, they're eating the worms. So. Get off the t- children. Get off the dog. Denton is doing a small dance. It's quite creepy. <laughs> get off the table, guys. Pippin's bad enough. We don't need you up there, too. <laughs> All right, you get into the bakery, and it is blissfully quiet with the, only the murmur of um, the Grelsheks through the through the door. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Sorry, my uh, family can be a bit, uh, you know, it's a lot. I, uh, yeah. Sorry, they're, uh, you know, y- y- you know, it's, y- you know, family in the, that's kind of, sorry, I just, uh, 
sounds like I'm trying to apologize for something, and it, I can't for the life of me think what it could possibly be. I, um... I don't know, it's just occurred to me that I, uh, well... You know my family, you've... You've helped take care of them, and, I mean, they clearly like you. Uh, I just realized I've never really asked about your family, and, um... Well, I never really talked about them. Um, it's a long time ago. Um... I, um... I'm sorry I haven't been more in touch over the last couple of months. I, uh, that was, you know, I'm busy, but that's not an excuse for everything. And I really appreciate you being here. And look, you, you don't have to tell me anything you don't want to. I just, for what it's worth, I do. I care, and if you want to talk about your family or about anything I, I you know I'd like to listen so I'm sorry for not being there as you said captain you've uh, you've been very busy now um what time is it hmm I think um it's probably about 9 p.m by this point so look at a watch that isn't there that time I was going off duty I think. How about you, Captain? I mean, I, uh, I hear there's a party going on. And I'll, 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 I'll sort of take, take, take the badge and, and like, uh, pocket it, and just sort of, so it's not like a, 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 that it's not being, you know, presented. And then I'm just gonna hug Songroff. Oh. I hug him back. Joyful Lithwin, buddy. And you, friend. And as we zoom out from the bakery, we see a massive growl shack, so drinking and <laughs> shouting and laughing and having the best Lithuan festival they've had in decades. The camera pans away over, over the city of New Harbor. We see the beautiful lights, um, we see the markets, we see um, the trees um, scattered with decorations. And uh, that is where we will end this game. So thank yeah. you so much, everyone, Ooh. for playing. Happy Lithuan, Happy Lithuan. Right, and so. Oh, thanks, Maddie. You're very welcome. Thank you all for being wonderful. Um, and so, yeah, um, we've got lots of people to tell us uh, where you can find them on the internet now. <laughs> start. Let's start with Liz. <laughs> find me on the internet at Liz X Campbell. Sweet, short and sweet. And Pip. Find me on the internet at Pip underscore Gladwin on Twitter. And I've got nothing. Cool. And Jen. You can find me, Jen Sugden, on the internet at Jen Sugden. And also uh, at Victoriosity, which is a show that I write with my husband, who is called Chris, and not here. <laughs> <laughs> He's a human but, man. But unlike Brenda's husband, he is not dead. Good. Good to know. <laughs> Good. Yep. Important qualifier, yeah. And Beth. Hello, I'm Beth Crane. You can find me at Not Combustible or at We Fix Space Junk. Wonderful. And Headley. Uh, you can find me at Headley underscore K or at We Fix Space Junk. Listen to We Fix Space Junk and listen to Agon. And we, yeah, we've loved all the 
We've, we've loved all the fan art and we just really hope we get a second series. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and Zach? Uh, yeah, find me on the internet at ZachFG, that's Z-A-C-K-F-G. And listen to The Orphans, the podcast that I write and created with James. And it's pretty good. Please enjoy. And James? Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Barbarosaphone, though you probably shouldn't. And you can uh, you can you can hear you know all of these people in various combinations on uh, one of the other many fantastic series of Realms of Peril and Glory. So please do. Wonderful. And you can find me personally at Maddie underscore Abstract on Twitter and Instagram, and at my website snazzytapier.com. You can support uh, Realms of Peril and Glory at Patreon.com/slash Light and Tragic. Uh, you can follow on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Realms Pod. And you can also click the link in the description for RPG merch. And joyful Lithuan to you all. And whatever holiday you celebrate, enjoy. And thank you so much for listening. We will see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.